Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show and podcast. I'm your host, Christine Innes, and I'm delighted to have, there's a very a beautiful soul joining me, Claire. Thank you, beautiful, for being here. Hi, <laughs> thank you for having me. Uh, I'm so excited. I actually think we're going to have an amazing conversation. We've been literally messaging each other on Instagram and, you know, I've been finding out <laughs> lots and lots and lots about you and I'm actually really excited. So, but before we dive in, um, because I have a habit of getting run away with stuff. So I'm going to hand it over to you, beautiful. Introduce yourself to our audience and then we'll dive in deep with some um, some beautiful conversation. Amazing. Thank you so much. So my name's Claire and I run the business, The Awakening Tribe. I'm a shamanic healer and I'm a mind, body and spirit protect practitioner. So what I do is I help people guide through their trauma. So I help a lot of people, especially women that have been sexually assaulted or gone through domestic violence. I do help men as well, but predominantly women. And I guide them through a journey of their healing journey to come back to self. So as you're probably already aware, trauma can live in the body on all three levels. It's a bit much, a bit like a scratch in a vinyl. So this scratch in the vinyl is the trauma. And what can happen is the pin goes round, it's triggered and we're triggered into our trauma again. So in our life, that could be um, a scary moment. It could be someone screaming at us. It could be a bag um, in the kitchen. It could be anything that could be your trigger. And that can take you back to that traumatic or emotional moment. So I guide and help my clients um, to release the trauma from their mind, body and spirit. So the mind, it can live in there as a memory, the body, it can live in there as an experience and the spirit, it lives in there energetically. So it's my job to coach you through and help you release that trauma. Oh, I love what you do because look, I, I mean, trauma can be um, in so many different degrees, I guess. And, you know, we, I, I believe that everybody suffers some type of trauma in their life. And, 100%. you know, it's not until you deal with it and release it, can you really start to fully, you know, live your own life because you're, you're held on to something that is trying to define you, which shouldn't define you. It should actually in, allow you to be embraced and move forward. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the reason and how I got into doing this work is from experiencing my own trauma. So um, 12 years ago in the UK, I was sexually assaulted. And during that time, I went into a very, very deep depression. I became addicted to drugs, alcohol, anything to escape the pain. I had debilitating anxiety. I couldn't even leave my house. I lost my job. Um, and I did actually try and commit suicide. So it was a really dark time of my life. Um, I managed to turn it around after the suicide attempt. I decided to leave the UK and come to Australia. And although that was a fresh start, I never faced my trauma. So I was really living with all these wounds, pushing them all down, not acknowledging them. So on the outside, I was this functioning human. And on the inside, I absolutely hated myself. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I had an awful eating disorder. I was deeply depressed and just putting this big mask on constantly. And um, my relationship of going through these same toxic patterns and it was all just too much and I ended up um, having a massive breakdown and so began my spiritual awakening my healing journey and discovering all my healing gifts and becoming to where I am today so 
it wasn't it hasn't been an easy journey um definitely wasn't a nice linear line it was very much a roller coaster ride but I wouldn't change it for the world yeah and I think that's like when you were sharing your story with me that really connected with me because you know a, a lot of the times and I say this to so many people is the fact that you know we have choices in life and part of that choice could be that we can sit there and hold on to something or we can actually go through the healing and the healing is actually the hardest part because it's easy yeah. to hold on to something but when you want to let go of something to release it and to fully release like what you've been able to do and what you teach it's it's not just something that you do for three weeks or you know a month like it is a lifelong process that you're constantly doing Oh, definitely. Um, the spiritual awakening or the healing journey, as I like to call it, is something that's a day-to-day -day practice. And although my life is a lot a lot easier now, I'm, I'm happy, I'm in a good place, I don't have an eating disorder, I'm secure in who I am. Um, the journey for me has been a journey back to myself. Um, and that's what I always say to my clients and the people I work with. This is a journey where you're dedicating to you. It's a journey back to self, the journey to self-love. Because without that self-love, we... We can't have a healthy relationship. We can't sustain a healthy lifestyle because there's this residual hate or dislike or disdain for ourselves. And it's it becomes toxic within us. And one of the biggest things I found going on the journey and, and when I do with work with other people is that we get attached to these labels, Christine. We get attached to these labels of trauma. So, you know, I, I'm a sexual assault sub survivor or, or I am a domestic violence um, survivor or you know, I'm a, a drug addict or I'm an alcoholic. And these labels don't define who we are. Yes, they were part of our life. Yes, they're an experience that we had, but they don't have to be our future. They, they have um, contributed to our story so far, but there's, there can be a different future. There can be a different path to follow. And once you start looking and um, exploring and moving away from that path and taking away the labels, a new life can begin. Yeah, it, it, it's it's the most powerful thing. And, you know, I, I've been through a lot of healing myself and, you know, leaving a very toxic marriage. And, you know, obviously part of the other thing was, you know, saying that I've had to file for bankruptcy and actually owning that. And I think mm. part of the, 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 the journey of, you know, healing is owning your story and whether or not you say it to the world like I have, you know, and shared yep. it. But it's owning it yourself because when you own it, nobody can take that away from you again because it's yours and you absolutely. can step into it absolutely I think they can 100% you need to be owning owning that story and owning what happened happened to you uh, acknowledging what's happened to you I do find that, that some people can get stuck on that label though um, and it can also be like a part of their identity that they're kind of scared to let go of because is this unknown of the future? So all they've ever known maybe is this, whatever's happened to them, like, you know, the bankruptcy or um, sexual assault or violence or emotional abuse or whatever it is that's happened to you is actually quite scary to go, okay, I'm no longer that person. I'm going to step into this, this new person. And I do find that can be quite um, an, a journey in itself with people is them learning to let go of that old and embrace and let in the new because they're not too sure what that new is maybe their whole life they've never had another identity that's been their whole life and it's very scary trying to work out what you like and who you are and who you are as a being especially if you've been in a in a relationship that's been toxic or abusive 
you kind of lose who you are and you come out of it and you're like, well, what, well, who am I? What am I? What am I going to do with my life? What do I like? What are my hobbies? And it's a whole, this whole journey of like, okay, what do I want? Um, and it can be really, really scary. Yeah, it, I, I can so, everything that you say, I can so relate. I'm like thinking going, oh my goodness, I had all these conversations going in my mind um, when that yeah. all happened. Um, oh my God, sorry, pop up in my screen. Um, <laughs> so, but the, the key thing is that, you know, you hold a very beautiful sacred space for people to be able to do that. And I just want to say also, firstly, congratulations, because, you know, you've taken something that is so traumatic and turned it into something beautiful. And now you're blessing others with your gifts and learnings. And I find that that is the most powerful thing that somebody can actually do. So I just want to say thank you. And, you know, congr- I, I honestly you. am in awe of what you do. So thank you. That means so much. It really does. Thank you very much. Yeah. I love what I do. I'm deeply passionate about helping other people and to help light them back up to help them feel empowered in their own life again um it's the most rewarding work that you could ever come across so um and I myself used to be in corporate world and working the nine till five and I remember sitting at my desk many times going oh my gosh there's got to be more to life than this what am I doing (laughs) and you know it was um, my soul was screaming come on there's more to this and it wasn't until I went on my journey that I you know I discovered my abilities my gifts my skills um, and I'm so glad to be able to share them like you say and help others on their journey yeah what's one of the like the most profound thing that you see in people when they you know, from when they first start working with you to, I don't want to say to the end, because I always, you know, it's a lifelong process, but what's some of the profound mm. things that you see people in the, the change within themselves? I think a lot with the clients to the start with is they can't even put a name to the emotions that they're feeling. So they've suppressed their emotions for so long. They've numbed themselves for so long that they can't identify the emotion that they're feeling and um, it's really interesting to watch them because I'll have be having a conversation at the start because the first part of my six-week course is a shamanic healing and and we have to talk about emotions and say okay what emotions has this person made you feel and so many people cannot identify the emotion they're like I don't know I just I just don't like it or you know and it's really interesting because they've shut themselves so down so much they've not allowed themselves to feel And it is a really beautiful journey to then see that that shift over the weeks that by the end of it, yes, they can identify their emotions. Yes, they're not scared of their emotions. They're okay with feeling their emotions. Um, That's a really profound change from going from numb to actually, okay, this is life and I'm enjoying and I'm loving it. You know, I've had clients that have, you know, don't want to be here anymore. They're at their wits end. They've gone to lots of other therapies and they're not they're not finding the answer, um, which is you know it's incredibly sad and it's really beautiful to see them at the end the big change that they've got because they've got this this growth this turnaround um they can feel they can label their emotions they know what to do with them and yes there is still a lot of journey to go it's not you know you finish and that's it ta-da have a gold star you've 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 completed the this it is like you say it is a full life um commitment it's a commitment to yourself and it's the biggest commitment you can make yeah, absolutely. Like I'm seven years in and I'm still every day learning something new and, you know, stuff that I think that I've dealt with and then something will happen and you're like, oh, 
here we go again like you know you've got to you know dig deep Christine dig in (laughs) deeper you know and you know do all of that so like I I I do I totally get everything that you're saying and resonate with it and I, I guess that the big part is that I know with a lot of people sitting in corporate the like I call it woo woo but I know it's like spirituality like you know whatever resonates with people it is such a topic that is not talked about because where it's sort of like you're conformed in corporate you know to be this sort of person whereas when you need to be the free and expressive Mm. I believe that what you're doing it's it's actually necessary for both like for both worlds to actually integrate as well Yeah, I agree. I mean, before this, I never used to be um, spiritual, Christine. You asked my mum, you asked my friends. I didn't believe in life after death. I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't believe in any of it. So it's been a huge turnaround for me. Um, But what I like to do when I see some of my clients, some of my clients aren't spiritual and that's okay. You don't have to be spiritual to go and want to um, look at your trauma and your emotional wounds. But what I do is because I work on all three levels, so I am touching on spirit and body and mind, we are releasing that trauma on all three levels. So there doesn't have to be, you don't have to believe in, you know, afterlife. You don't have to believe in channeling. That's okay. Whatever you believe is absolutely perfect for you, but you have got to to be committed to want to move forward from your trauma or your emotional wound because there is work in that. There's only so much as a practitioner that you can do. Um, and as a, as a healer, like I'm not healing you, you're healing yourself. I'm now I'm just a conduit for the energies and whatever's coming through. Um, so you are fundamentally in charge of your own healing and responsible for your own healing. So there has to be work on the other side for you. So, you know, the homework, the integration work or whatever it is that you're being given by myself or your therapist, that's the main part where you go and you go away and you start reflecting, you start having epiphanies, you start shifting, you start moving. That's where the real work takes place. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you said that Mm. you really are sort of, you're like the guiding light for them because the the fact is, is that you have to do the work. I always say to people, you have to actually give yourself permission to heal first, because if you don't give yourself permission, um, and it's funny how I think that as adults, we forget to actually give ourselves permission. We forget to give ourselves permission to have fun, to live our own life instead of, you know, just following what everybody else is. So that whole permission basis, it it literally is setting the foundation for the healing. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we're we're very much from a young age sort of with, you know, children should be seen and not heard. That's something my parents used to say to me. And I think that's quite a big thing from my generation. Um, Children should be, you know, keep quiet, stay out of the way, do as they're told. And you're always asking for permission as a child to be you you know, I can't be loud. Mum's telling me to be quiet. I've got to act this way. I've got to sit at the table, you know, a certain way, whatever it is, all these manners and don't get me wrong, their manners and and, um, behaviours are important, but we're almost, we're stifling children from such such a young age to be able to grow into the beautiful adult they want to be. And like you said, we grow up always asking for permission. We sit there really politely and we wait for permission um and it comes to healing and our like our emotional traumas or looking at our wounds or even giving ourselves self-care like going to have a massage or you know going to have a day where you fill your own cup up people just 
don't give themselves permission. They're always work, 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 kids, 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 family, 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 whatever it is, especially women are always go, go, go. And men as well, you know, they're trying to provide for their families. There's a great big pressure on men to succeed and provide and be this superhuman that can do everything and not feel any emotions. There's an incredible amount of pressure on men not to feel emotions. Um, and they're often the ones that suffer the most in, in silence. So it's very true. This permission is a huge thing to be able to take a step back and go, I give myself permission to receive. I yeah. give myself permission to go inwards and look after myself. That's not a selfish thing to do. Actually, it's the most beautiful thing you can do for yourself and your family. Yeah, because the ripple effect, the ripple effect is immense. And I don't think yeah. that people really can see that at that stage but when you come out of it and I'm sure that you will know what I'm talking about that people start seeing you in such a new light and yeah. they are just they, they're attracted to you more because you've done the work yeah absolutely well when you think about if you're going in and actually looking at your child wounds or whatever wounds they are and you're working on yourself and therefore you're starting to take care of yourself you're starting to put energy into yourself that does start to shift people do start to notice and when you think about it the world around us is 99.99999% energy if you think about quantum physics so if you start putting that intention on you and what you're doing and what you're about and healing and moving forward people are going to notice that shift in your energy and they're going to respect it and they're going to you know like the outcome because you're going to be taking care of yourself and that means that you're going to be able to take care of your family and your friends as well more because you're going to be able to handle stress better or you're going to be able to handle anxiety better or whatever it is you're going to have a better handle on life so therefore you're going to be able to take care of the people around you at a higher need as well yeah well look I am in awe of what you do um I am actually going to come and work with you very soon because I just love what you're doing and I just think that the gifts that you're giving to so many people around the world is amazing. So thank you so much. And thank you for being thank here you. today, for sharing it with us. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I've, um, I've really enjoyed it. And I love what you're doing as well is spreading the word and showing people that there is other ways if they want to leave whatever job they're in, be it corporate or not. If you're not happy, make the change and make the move. You won't regret it. Regret it. I know it's scary. It is, and you might feel chained to that desk or whatever it is, but there is opportunities out there. There is other ways, especially these days. There's so much online. There's so much different um, jobs and uh, prospects out there now. So I implore anyone who's thinking, oh my gosh, is there more to life than this? Yes, yes, there is. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so thank much. you for sharing your message. No, oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. I'm going to pop all the details where you can reach out to Claire below. I honestly recommend that you go and check her out. Um, honestly, I, I think she is a, a, a special gift um, that's here today. So thank you so much, beautiful. Thank you for your time. Thank you to everyone who has watched this episode. If you want to reach out to Claire, ask her any comments, pop them below. If you've liked this video, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. And remember to live life to the fullest every single day. Love and light to you all. Bye. <laughs>